breaks we're sitting here in our basement <laughs> that's foster i'm steven we've never done this before yeah it's uh exciting it's exciting nerve-wracking and <laughs> awkward at the same time <laughs> well, be, you know but just a conversation we're having a conversation here yeah and what are we talking about though so this is an f1 podcast yes. based podcast might get into other cars and motorsport things from our the basement. Sorts from our basement. Yes. Um, but I think this episode is going to be just primarily introducing ourselves, uh, sort of talking about where our perspective on F1 comes from, how long we've been into F1, as well as cars and motorsport in general. Oh, I think yeah. we should start probably with like sort of just... I can go first. Yeah, um, go ahead. So, I neither of my parents were into cars mm-hmm. or motorsport at all. Yeah. So I just like, I guess it came from like just a little being a little kid and enjoying cars, but mm-hmm. not knowing anything about them. Yeah. And then, I guess over time, um, you know when you like like cars as a kid like you don't know enough to like fully learn about them and obsess about them yeah just cars go room yeah Yeah. like oh that's a cool car that sounds cool um i think really in like 2015 Mm -hmm. when the subaru wrx came out Mm -hmm. like the new model of it yeah that's when especially youtube content on cars yep was kind of on like the rise oh, like yeah. it wasn't super big before then i remember that though you could kind of see that scene build itself up a little bit yeah. it was a street scene mostly but and also yeah like even like street speed 717 yeah, TJ yeah that was Han, a big one for us yeah um like those kind of people because as a you know how old was i, I was you know just graduated high school yeah. like Didn't i have the money for i had anything. a car yeah. but it wasn't going to be something that i was like spending money on modifying a car yeah, so yeah. you're sort of able to like vicariously live through car culture without actually experiencing it yeah which i think was like what allowed me to obsess and get into it mm-hmm. versus like actually like doing it but now i you know am seeking out you know sort of like getting into car culture yeah um but then as far as f1 goes I had heard of F1 through the TMG podcast mm-hmm. with Noel Miller. Yeah. Back when I was door dashing during college, he brought up F1. He was really into MMA and F1. Mm-hmm. And the, his audience hated when he talked about oh, either geez. of those two things because they were just comedy fans and yeah. not fans of cars or fighting. It's hard to make that bridge like comedy into yeah. something new. Yeah. And so he would like mention it and he talked about like, Lando Norris and like that was like the first like name yeah. that I sort of like found out about. That's awesome. What is like he's obviously like a racing driver, but mm-hmm. like I didn't know anything else about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and 
rightfully so because American culture isn't like, especially at the time. Yeah. This was like 20, I guess it would have been 2018. Yeah. Nothing was getting pushed. So I like, mean, there was Drive to was, Survive that just was, coming out. That just came out. Yeah. And I like didn't watch it initially. Yeah. Me either. Um, but so then until then, I really just knew I've heard of the Lewis Hamilton. I've heard mm-hmm. of uh, Lando Norris. But at that point, I never looked into it or mm-hmm. was interested. And I also never have followed a motorsport prior to that. Yeah. Um, which I think you differ from a little bit. But then until you were like, hey, you, F1's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then that was sort of like my introduction to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you want to talk about your sort of history and your side of all that? Yeah, for sure. Like, I, I think, I think my dad was into cars a decent amount, like in his high school days and his, you know, he, he definitely was out of it for a while. Um, but you know, when I was little, he was watching NASCAR a lot mm-hmm. and that was around the time when Dale Earnhardt was like full swing, like doing his thing, I guess maybe towards the end of that as well, a little bit. Yeah. But there was a younger driver at the time that I was really into. That was Jeff Gordon, 24. Mm. And I have all these old pictures of me just like decked out and like DuPont, Jeff Gordon, number 24 stuff left and right. And I think eventually I stopped, you know, to get into like, I guess, more popular sports. Um, obviously, um, football is popular in America and I played that growing up. So American I kind of football, American football. Yeah. So I, I have to clarify <laughs> That's going to be that. one thing that we're going to have to, oh, with all of the European F1 Fans yeah, it'd be really awkward to if they stumble upon it and then like, oh, yeah. you played football? And uh, yeah, I can't kick. No. I, I'll probably fall on my face. If I, I ch- played the, the S word. The S word? Yeah. The I played S-word. for a year. Soccer. I scored an own goal. I played, I kicked, <laughs> I, right past I the played rec soccer for like maybe two years. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Did you score? Uh, no, I played defense because I was big oh, okay. and slow. Yeah, I played defense because I was big and slow as well, <laughs> uh, but that's how I scored an own goal. But it was, I mean, I oh, scored you, a goal. You scored an yeah, own goal. Yeah, my own goal. Uh, I tried to kick it back to him, you know, help him out, and he just wasn't paying attention. I don't know. We were okay. like five years old. But yeah, anyway, back to like anyway. cars. Yes. Um, When I was 16, I got a V6 automatic Mustang that you definitely remember. Yeah. That I was like, oh, I love cars i'm a car guy again yeah this is awesome yeah. and i mean it's a v6 automatic mustang you know i was 16 i i, I saved so long to even put a payment down on it yeah but you know it was cool it was i liked it um and i mean fast forward a couple of years i really was not into motorsports as a whole until really abu dhabi 2021 after it so, so that was would you say there was a certain point that you like stopped following nascar like yeah. you sort of just like grew out of it. Yeah, I grew out of it. That's a good way to put it because yeah. you become like you're a childhood fan and then you, yeah. you know, get experience to other things. You make friends that don't like it as much. And I think it just that's kind of just what happened. You know, whatever whatever's popular in school is is what you're probably going to be into. That's true. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't think at least then when we were growing up, motorsports, not not really as huge of a thing. Yeah. In the U.S. And also, I think sort of like the stigma behind nascar specifically yeah, well true. one like nascar was like i i guess it still is unless indycar is well nascar is bigger than indycar at this point I, is I, it not i have no idea honestly i really don't know i think just because it's like they, my they, algorithm right now i get yeah. more indycar i think they've both i think that if you asked most americans mm-hmm. they would be able to identify nascar yes 
but I don't think that much else. That's true. To the normal person. Yeah. Like yeah. if you're into any kind of motorsport, you start to learn that there's all these different, you know, subsex. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but as far as like in American culture, like I think it's very different than like European culture, like racing culture in Europe. Oh yeah. And other countries is like, you are experienced yep. in that where like, and like you have the, I guess kind of unique circumstance where like a parent sort of got you into it. That's true. Where yeah. I sort of just landed on it organically. Yeah. Yeah. Like my dad is like into hunting. Yes. And so like I tried that. Mm -hmm. Don't love it. Yeah. <laughs> I like like guns and stuff like that. Yeah, but not, yeah. that's also just not even like a hobby at this point. It's just yeah. like a general knowledge slash interest. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah I think a lot of in like the Europe in European culture, a lot of times like people will have already like their parents will be racing fans, mm -hmm. whether it's F one or any other you know, fandom of motorsport in general. For sure, for sure. Um, compared to like American yeah. culture. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I'll get into like how I got into F1 yeah. as a scene. So mm -hmm. I was just scrolling through Twitter and this was probably like the night of Abu Dhabi. Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen wins the world championship. Everyone yep. knows that. But it's it's the amount of like, oh, wow, that was that was that seems cool. That sport looks fun. Yeah. And then there's three months off that now I can't watch the next race. Mm. So I'm a YouTube fan before anything. Like I, I don't have cable. I, I haven't had cable in, I mean, <laughs> six years, seven years. Yeah. Um. So I don't, uh, I, everything I find, I can hyper fixate on a little bit by just absolutely watching YouTube. It's videos. the exact same way that I got into cars. Yeah. Is like, you're not limited I guess like before it, internet in general. Yeah. Like you like something, you can go to the library and get a book about it. Yep. Yep. And then that's kind of where it like ends. Yes. Whereas like now, or at least not necessarily now, but at least back when, you know, YouTube was sort of expanding into, mm -hmm. you know, car stuff in general. Mm -hmm. um, and more specifically like F1. And oh, also yeah. as far as like that pulling eyes, it got blasted out there to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And then because I think naturally something is so controversial mm -hmm. that that makes people want to know why and sort of like what happened, why was it controversial? Yeah. And it's obviously like huge once you, you know, even if you've never seen or heard about it before. Of course. That you like, you're like, oh, what's this thing? There's, tons of money involved in this yeah like, all these sponsors that are like major just, sponsors mind you not these minor uh, yeah. little companies like these are huge companies that are yeah very interested in in the growth of this i, I don't want to call it project because it's been around for so long but within the last maybe since you know liberty media bought it like all this yeah um calculated maybe i think it's growth yeah <laughs> it's really like solidified itself as like it is a motorsport, but like it's basically a sport yes. quality wise as far as like now that it's um like the quality of the streams and the structure of the events yep, yep. and how well the sort of championship tournament sort of side of it uh -huh. and how competitive it is. Yeah. 
sort of aligns and pulls people from that side of things, mm-hmm. which is like why people like a certain soccer team and like people mm-hmm. like certain American football teams. Also, I think just with like being in the younger generation here of these like content consumers, right? One thing that helped True. significantly with, I don't want to say helped because it was a bad thing, but you know, when you have a pandemic, people are locked in their homes. Yeah. You know, they found so many ways to make content of these drivers that like it, it made you want to know more about their personalities. Yeah. So especially, um, I guess one thing I can look back to is like Alex Albon, you have, um, George Russell, you have Lando Norris, like they were rookies the same year. Yeah. And they were just clearly buddies. Right. Yeah. And then, and there was when they hung out and were like, they were, very comfortable and they were joking with each other. Oh yeah. It's just genuine. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, you, you remove the, oh, this person's on a high horse because they're driving this car, you know, uh, they're some kilometers per hour, you know, they're just Uh, a professional. Like it's, yeah, I think, yeah, it's expanded to the whole, you know, being a personality that someone can hook onto. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you can almost see a disconnect between, the age of drivers as well right i mean if if you really think about how many drivers get into their team's youtube videos back and forth it's it's like no knock to haas a little bit here and there i I was gonna say haas (laughs) but i didn't want to but but it's difficult because i mean you have both drivers in their 30s i I think k max in his 30s sorry if he's not but i assume he's like 31 32 fathers yeah they're both fathers so so they're not as in tune of you know standing in front of a camera um conversing about you know like these challenges that they do that we find entertaining yeah. uh, on Formula One's channel that they post, right? Yeah. But um, yeah, you have people that are into it and people that, you know, are just like, ah, I don't want to deal yeah. with this stuff. So. So, so you're saying that like the younger drivers, I, I guess also because especially Nat and Norris coming from like Quadrant, Oh and yeah, that, all that stuff. Yeah, he's like, his whole page. He of, already knew sort of content like yes. from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And how well that that works as far as, you know, reaching new fans, like mm-hmm. getting fans, also like allowing people to become a fan of you. Yeah. Because like before there was like content on, like the before there broadcast. was this, like where oh, yeah. people are talking about it. It was a cable broadcast. It was, it was, you know, maybe an interview. But yeah. it was probably very general, shallow questions, and you really just didn't... Yeah. The personality was like, all right, how do they act in this two-minute interview versus let's watch, you know, how they act under pressure for this challenge or this or that. And that's not saying that there weren't <laughs> F1 fans before no. the internet, but the fans didn't get the personality of the driver unless they, just from what they saw on the track... And how they treated driving and and how they treat other people yes. and how they talk to their team. Yep. That's how you were able to dissect their yep. personality. Yep. Um, but now that you can sort of see that whole, seeing the drivers off track mm-hmm. and how they, you know, do things, interact. And mm-hmm. I think that I can see that how that sort of changed and also that during COVID, no one had anything to do. So you kind of just got sucked in yeah I, it's it's I, I also want to like say that it's not that there's a single driver that like you know i don't like their personality or anything like that. true like genuinely every single driver like you want them to perform well you want it to be an exciting race still if if, if you're like i don't want to say a good a good fan because i don't know i haven't been in the scene long enough but like yeah. if you root for someone to fail yeah based off of just not liking them then i, I don't know I, I don't really like i don't really like that or buy into that at all 
Like I have for sure. I'm I'm a fan of Albon because he's a, seems like a nice guy and he's on a team that's an underdog and yeah. I like an underdog story. Yeah. You know, I, you, similar to me, like I'm a Lando Norris fan primarily, mm-hmm. but I'm not like rooting for everyone else to not do well. Yeah, yeah. It's more just like he was the first driver I ever like knew existed. Yep. Um, and it's fun to sort of you know root for someone to do well. Yeah. Um. But then as far as, like, the actual, like, viewing of F1 in general. Yeah. Like, it's so much more than just, like, the race. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's so many more aspects to it. I mean, the development throughout the year. Yeah. Uh, you have everything that goes on every practice session, you know. I mean, there's there's drama in qualifying when, when certain accidents happen. And, you know, yeah. some people just get... I mean, for lack of a better term, they get screwed and it's not their fault, you know? Yeah. Um, but but I think that's what makes it so watchable because you can kind of determine how into it you want to get. Yeah. And that's, I think, sort of going on a tangent there into F1 stuff. Mm-hmm. But as far as like from my perspective, I think even when you were a Formula One fan, you didn't really like spread that i don't like forcing stuff that i like down people's yeah, throats like i you talking about when you got into it yeah. i don't remember you like ever i was a quiet fan ever bringing it up yeah. or like talking about it yeah yeah um but when we moved in together yeah this last december yep, yep. So it's almost been a year mm-hmm. you i guess it would have been really early it would have been like january yeah that you brought up f1 mm-hmm. and i think did you just like start playing videos about it? Probably videos, you know, probably a little drive to survive, but it was difficult because I mean, there's so much to That's it. That's true. We did watch, like I, I wouldn't say that I'm a F- DTS Formula One fan, yeah. but I think a lot of people uh, group people together where it's like, oh, you just watched Drive to Survive yeah. and now you're a Formula One fan. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's also a lot of people have a negative connotation about That's true those fans which yeah. i also don't really understand I don't that I don't part it. of it but more, more eyes more fun yeah i think it was really like i already was into cars mm-hmm. but not really motorsport that's probably why i wanted to share it with you because i knew that you i mean you have such a a, a better grasp on like you know cars than i do i, I would say um yeah okay you can agree you can well, no i just mean like <laughs> we uh, have things that we like and i think that you were into cars more earlier and 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 knew just generally more than i did and i think when you similar similarly to you being and knowing more about f1 is like you've spent more time researching it yeah learning it experiencing it yeah and i'm a history buff so that goes like hand in hand yeah. where i can essentially learn 60 years of f1 history because there's so much to learn you know yeah um or 70 or something like that sorry but, no you're good <laughs> but then so i, I guess it was like for me, this is my first Formula One season mm-hmm. live. Yes, you sort of started talking about it in January. Mm-hmm. We're probably playing videos for me, explaining things. That's one thing is like having some from a new fan perspective, mm-hmm. having someone that, even though you're not like having grown up like living and breathing, yeah, twenty years of F one, mm-hmm. you still are like super well informed and have experienced 
you know, multiple seasons at that point. Yeah. Um, so having the ability to be seeing something and then having it explained yeah. is makes it really easy to learn. Because another thing is I think a lot of content, Drive to Survive included, mm-hmm. doesn't take that step back to explain it's hard everything because yeah. i guess you don't if you're in that situation where you're you know in all wrapped up in f1 yep. you're not gonna have the perspective of like oh i need to explain this mm-hmm. aspect it's also ever-changing too so like a fan True. that gets in you know 2021 right before the regulations change yeah now all of a sudden oh this is a different car with all these different aspects to it yeah. you know my mind was blown when I saw that there were other colors of tires other than red, <laughs> yellow, and white. I'm like, what? There's a purple tire? What is that? There's pink one, too? Yep, yep, And yep. then, looking back at it, they, before, I don't even know when it changed, mm-hmm. but it used to be that mediums were white and softs, softs were yellow. I don't think I knew that. And, and then softs were like a different color really like they yeah they God. they changed and so it's like i it's can't like imagine I have to learn that yeah i can't imagine being back then when they changed it mm-hmm. and like imagine being a driver too it's like oh my god a freak thing your first race of the year they throw on some white tires you're like yeah guys i wanted i wanted i wanted to go hard here what's going on and they're just completely confused oh, yeah. um but yeah as far as like um so yeah to reel it back January is really when like you introduced it to me Mm -hmm. and then I was like okay I like cars this is interesting to me I've also never been into sports yeah like I've you know passively known about you know the Eagles because we're from Pennsylvania yeah yeah um and all that but sorry that's probably me too (laughs) I'm a huge sports well no that and that's like but that's not something that's ever like piqued my interest. Yeah, yeah. Whereas like once I found like cars, that was like, okay, this is like what I'm obsessed with. Mm-hmm. I don't even have to like try to like it. Yeah. I just like it. Yep. Um, so when you introduced it to me, I was sort of just like trying to learn as much as I could. Yeah. And this was preseason. Mm-hmm. So, so you had your couple months. So of- I had, yep. And like I went off on my own and started trying to consume content and mm-hmm. look things up and Google questions and sort of like learn um, before it even happened. And also trying to sort of catch up on history, yeah. going back and watching Drive to Survive and sort of trying to put together the pieces and understand what I was going to be watching. Mm-hmm. When it came around in yep. March, yep, yep. sort of getting ready for that. I still, for the first third slash half of this season, mm-hmm. now that I know what I'd know now, like I knew nothing back then comparatively. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's fun to see the growth too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And like we watched, I think we watched basically all of Drive to Survive in like January slash February. Mm-hmm. But then without having even seen a single live race, yeah. it kind of all went over my head. Yeah. And like I still learned things watching it. Yeah. But knowing what I know now is completely different than mm-hmm. what I knew. And it wasn't that I wasn't able to enjoy it. It's just a little more challenging to 
be able to appreciate everything going on. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand. But it it's still super like I still am learning stuff every, like every day essentially, yeah. Yeah. and like gaining new appreciation for all of the different aspects of it. Um, but yeah, and then it was. Sorry, go I ahead. was going to say I'm learning more about penalty distribution recently because there's uh, been yeah. a whole lot of that interesting, inconsistent penalty calls recently. So that's what I'm learning right now <laughs> about yeah. Formula One, and I don't think anyone knows the answer to that. So true, <laughs> yeah, and and just like I'll even like run into stuff that I'll ask you, and like you don't know, mm-hmm. and it's like at that point it's like oh I don't know, like yeah. there are complexities outside of just like the average viewer, of course, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been just since the beginning of this season. So I'm almost, now we- almost done with the first season. Yep. It's been fun and interesting. We already have a makeshift simulator that we're yeah, oh, learning on on track perspective. Oh, so freaking bad. It's it's yeah. it's embarrassing. Well, I went from controller that I was like pitted against I mean poor drivers and now I have a wheel and I'm learning lines and yeah, it's not going great for me, but it's just seat time. Just like karting, <laughs> karting for an F one driver. We'll get there you eventually. Just need seat time. Play i racing. Well, is there anything else that you want to talk about? No, not really. That that's kind of a good introduction. I think that's, that was that was pretty we good. Had, we had some tangents, but I think that we stuck. Sorry. We stuck pretty. No, that's that was me too. Oh, okay. I think we have. I mean, it's going to be a tangent thing. It's just a conversation. But, that's true. Um. Yeah, so thank you for <laughs> watching and listening to the first. first episode of Basement Breaks. Yeah. And we'll see you soon. Yeah, see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that was solid, man. I don't even, like, I yeah. think that was good. Yeah.